Hello and welcome to this edition of Engage Podcast. I'm Simon. I'm Jamie. And I'm Phil. And we still haven't changed our intro in goodness how long. Live long and prosper. This time, because we had no idea what the hell we were doing, <laughs> we're doing That's pretty a much... review of For Love of Spock. Yeah. And given that we've all got access to Netflix, it kind of made sense. Yes. Yes, and we had no ideas. Yes. Yeah. So, again, it's a, oh, let's just see what we can come up with for the schedule. It's in complete disarray. But... And I've ended up with a heap of bloody research for an episode that was meant to have nothing. I've got one page. <laughs> I've got two pages. I Woo-hoo. haven't. So, well, I think we both, we kind of all watched a documentary. You... Oh, yes, yes. Oh, yes. Thank, thank you, Jamie. Yeah. That was, the, my, was my research. Watch the documentary and uh, watch the documentary. Well, that, and that was it. It was kind of watch the documentary. Watch it and see what we think of it. And there's research there. We, Everyone um, wanted it. Yeah. Today. We've got some advanced research given that we actually learnt about the documentary at, well, the unnamed DST. Um, yeah. The recent. Birmingham Convention and I must point out because James was trying to segue it for me thank you mm-hmm. I this was actually the second time that I've seen it I saw it beginning of the year because it was like oh Netflix oh Love the Spock I watched that and then I sort of said hey why don't we do an episode on it and we're doing it yeah I watched it from well this time we were recording yesterday so I watched it quite quite said very I wanted to watch it as close as to our recording date so it'll be quite fresh in my mind so yeah so um, it's yeah, we're, we're doing it. Yeah. Well, do we, what, how do, do you want to start off with just the overall explanations to what it is for those who haven't uh, seen it, it or, is, or heard of it? It was um, it's an American documentary that was done. The film looks at the life and career of iconic actor <laughs> Len Nimoy and his iconic character Mr. Spock. It includes interviews with cast, crew, and people connected to Star Trek fans at conventions as well as personal memories. And it was directed Apparently. by his son Adam Nimoy. But there's That's quite well. a few. There's quite a few actors they interview. I mean, you've got. Um, don't go there, Phil. That goes on forever. I was going to say this, yeah, but no. I was going to. I was going to mention a couple of influential. Like you have got the new people, like Chris Pine, uh, Zachary Quinto, JJ Abrahams. Uh, you've also got some older ones like Walter Cohn, Zig, 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 Zig. zig. It's a page and a half. <laughs> George Takai. Um, a lot of people. A lot of people. A lot, lot of people. Not, Simon Pegg, of course, as well. Yeah, and not just obviously, you know, obviously actors, naturalists, but also super fans as well. Yeah. Um, there was a wide range of interviews that Adam Nimoy actually did, mm. which I thought was really quite good, actually. Because originally, uh, this was before Nimoy passed away, bless him. Um, originally, some went to him with this idea about doing a documentary just about him as Spock mm. and his father. You know, he, he was on board for it. But obviously, um, he passed ah, away. On, the, on that point, I remember from the convention, uh, initially, his father didn't want to do it. Oh, well, or, or, okay. no, no, not that he didn't want to do it, but just said. Would really people be really be interested in 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 a film about me, which I thought was quite nice and humbling. Yeah, really. I've got to say, yeah, I, I didn't actually know. It's that. One, Thank the, you it's one of the things I remember because you weren't no, you weren't there for no, me and Simon. No, watched I, I wasn't at there the at the convention, time. so well, you didn't get to see it. Let's point out that we walked out kind of midway through as well because I wanted to get my written autograph. Yes, so also then, make that point as well. So thank, so thank you, Phil. I didn't actually know that, but. When obviously when uh, when his dad passed away, it's like well I can't just do it about Spock, you know I've got I want to do it about his life as well. So he branched out, so he did it. He encompassed the two together. Yes. Should so. we read what's on the things? I've got that somewhere. A little bit of a blurb. <laughs> well, actually, from the web, the thingy's website. Um, lastly, just before Thanksgiving, I approached my dad, Len Nimoy, about the possibility of working together on a film about Mr. Spock. I skimmed through some of the books. Making making Star Trek and felt there was so much more to explore about the creation and development of Miss Spock. And time may seem right, it's the fifth anniversary of of the franchise. 
wasn't that far away. Dad agreed that now was the right time and that he was 100% committed to collaborating with him on the project. It also reminded me that, that we were then just days away from the 50th anniversary of the start of the production of The Cage. The original pilot for Star Trek in which Dad first appeared in Mrs. Pock. On July 1st, 2015, we wrapped up a successful Kickstarter campaign and broke records to become the world's largest successful documentary project raising Kickstarter to date. Thanks to the incredible support of the community, we're now moving forward. Oh, that's no point because it's done. Yeah. But there's no point because it's no. done. Mm, we're yeah, we're yeah. working on it. It's like, you will not, we're, yeah, but it's done now. <laughs> it's done. It's, it's, it's travelled through time. Well, um, I'm not right, reading anything out for a while. Didn't it, didn't didn't they raise like how much did they actually raise for it altogether? It was made this by is why four I do five. Research. It was made by four five five films. Yes, you were impressed with that, weren't you? And I was very launched a Kickstarter campaign in July 2015, aiming to collect six hundred thousand in one month. Um, by the end, they with nine thousand four hundred thirty nine backers, paid six hundred sixty two thousand six hundred forty dollars. Wow. That's a heck of a lot. That's mm. why I do research. <laughs> that's why Simon doesn't. Like that's why this. I don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, I, I, I'm trying to think where we can go with this because there's so many little things that well, I pick up point, on. At some point, we've got to go for what we think of it. What we, yeah. As well. I think maybe that'd be a good I starting think, point. I think, I think some nice Leave little. It at the end. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, some maybe. nice, nice. Yeah, we did at the end. I mean, some nice little points that I picked up on was. Some lovely little anecdotes from the from his uh, his early life, which some people might not have known. But what I picked up on is that they couldn't really do an interview about Spock without it being samey and boring. Because there's a well. lot of there's a lot there's a lot of things that people already know. Particularly if you read particularly if you read um, Nimoy's autobiography, I Am Spock. So it probably was a bit difficult for them, which is probably why they had so many guest interviews. Yeah, I mean, there was... want to know there, what they there, wanted there to was say. Some, there was some stuff mentioned in the actual For Love of Spock that I already knew from um, from the actual um, from the actual autobiography, like during the 80s, for example. Nimoy, it was a big... It was uh, His directing career was at its height when he did, obviously, The Voyage Home, and then he did... Um, Three Men and a Baby. Yeah, thank you, sir. Um, that was a uh, that was a big high for him at that time, but you know it was also he also it was also a very bad time for him as well. Mm. Um, his son mentioned that he he was drinking a lot because um, bless him, he'd actually lost his mother and father in the space of six months. Mm. And you know, I mean, honestly, I couldn't you know going through that losing you know, that two people who were close to you in that amount of time, you know. And and, um, and then there was. But he, he also very spoke very fondly of his parents, didn't he? Because it's. Mm. In, I remember from the from the uh, the the I feel love spoke. It was the the early days where he made. A, I'll bring those up a little bit later. Mm. But when he went to see his parents, they had no idea what Star Trek was mm, or how exactly. how big a star he had become. Yeah, which is quite and, humbling, really. Yeah, and you know it's the fact that where where Nimoy started out is his love of acting came from visiting the theatre. He, I think you said so. It was what Fiddler on the Roof, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, that's what they mentioned in the documentary. Yeah. So that's why. I um, say it. And you know, it's the fact that you know that see, seeing that for him, to Moy, it was magical, and that's what instilled in him his love for acting and what he wanted to do. And what was amazing, what what he did was because you know, I think I think some a lot of actors they fall into this <laughs> trap of, or actresses they fall into this trap of something's very successful like a TV series or a bunch of movies and 
that's all they do you know they, they live off of that mm. and they think oh it's so successful be fine but then when it's when it's done oh that's all gone that's all where you know what do I do next all that mm. income's gone but whereas Namoy whilst he was doing Star Trek when he was doing the series he was doing he was any job acting job whatever it was he would take it mm. so he would be on set all week and then he would fly out like of the weekend do what he needs to do and he'll come back on set but early Monday morning it affected his family life didn't it because he just he, he, his children never got to see him He'd, he'd, he'd be in um, seven fifteen. He'd be up. He'd be turn up because I thought that was a really interesting thing when he said, mm. "I get in the chair for what half six Yeah, and by seven fifteen, Mrs. Spock turn up. Mm. It's just, that's just an incredible way of. Yeah, and it just it's a nice insight into actors that put up put on makeup. Mm. Oh, I mean cosmetic makeup. Cause, like, sort of tipping your hat to him, isn't it? Because it's such an interesting thing, isn't it? Because mm. it's like you hear actors kind of going, you know, once that once that looks on I get into the character and it's interesting that even if he was at home he was still in the Mr. Spock yeah, yeah I mean that, that that was part of the thing I mean you know in a way it was great but in a way it was kind of it was difficult as well because you know his dad had mentioned like when he, when he was dad was like that he kind of shut down a bit because he started to become like Spock you know obviously not emotional so he would kind mm. of shut, his, shut himself down so you know but it's 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 the mark of an incredible actor that, that, he, that, that he puts itself. so much thought mm. into the character. But that in itself was one of the, they picked up again on this. But that in itself is one of the reasons that he was so good is because even he became a ladies' man by not doing anything or not saying anything. Exactly, it was just exactly. He was just like, and yet Kirk kind of you know you know Kirk was a he's a was a, you know he's a ladies' man in Star Trek, and it's like you know female fans obviously love him, but it's like it was it was Spock. That was why it worked because yeah. you get the women that love. The, the showboater the, the 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 action man and you get the the other women that love the the not the not the quiet but the reserved type so yeah, it worked it, very it well was, it was what so so uh, Salanda said she said about um oh you know these, these typical guys who are quite outgoing you know they you know oh, look at me I'm you know I'm really impressive where she goes well actually I like someone like Spock who's reserved who's quiet but you know you can have an intelligent conversation that will mm. just blow your mind mm. so it's those aspects of him that that the more I brought out that everyone just loved and I, what I also quite like as well is the fact that you know when when it first started it was like you know the, obviously the, the network were like oh well we don't want this guy you know people are not going to take him because he's far too alien they're going to think he's the devil and it's yet and yet, they, they, t- they altered the picture of, the, of him on the programme didn't they they did exactly and it's like and yet ironically he's probably like the most relatable character in terms of our own humanity that we can imagine what I thought was quite interesting was the fact because you're hearing kind of a kind of well it's not scripted but kind of a, a conversation but we obviously we had a pre-conversation mm. before when we got around to Phil's and it's so you know so the point where he's going we started saying a bit earlier when he was saying um, kind of you got all these actors kind of emotion and kind of reacting and then I want to make it so that you know, move an eyebrow is a big event. Yes, it make yeah. yeah, stuff like that. It's a very clever thing to, was, to was, do. Wasn't it also what he said about fascinating in the Corbin Corbin on Mike maneuver as well when he said that, and it was just like fascinating. It was just that one word which is just now part of sort of popular culture when he goes mm. fascinating. And you know, and oh the, my! <laughs> but what I also like is the really great parallel between what um what he was talking what he was talking about with uh, Jeffrey Hunter. The reason mm. Spock yeah, we all was, said that, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. The reason that Spock was more vocalised 
was not not emotional. just emotional. I think yeah, more emotional was not just the fact that the hand the character hadn't been nailed down properly yet, but it was the fact that opposite Jeffrey Hunter, you know, Jeffrey Hunter was a great great actor in that, but he was a lot more internalized. Mm. And to to sort of get more of the range out, Nimoy thought, well, I've I've got to be a bit more sort of is it a bit more emotional, a bit more vocal. But when it came to Shatner as Kirk, it was the other way around. Yes. So in essence, he he's chemistry with Shatner helped shape what the Spock's character would actually become mm. that it said that that cool logical lot less emotion emotion more, you know, less you emotion slightly different but the same did anyone find that the the translation to Big Bang Theory was a bit too much in what sense well they just kept going back to it I know that Sheldon Cooper is very much like a Vulcan mm. But they kept, they kept going back to Big Bang Theory. It's like, well, impact on let's, current culture. I know, but, but it was just it was, it was too fair, much. You can make the same parallels with the fact that they're on Star Trek Beyond set. Yeah, true. Mm. So, doing an episode on it, he's guest starring on them. Mm. Well, you know, to be honest, so, I, mean, I, I read a comment. I read a comment on IMDb. Someone had reviewed it, and they said they didn't. They didn't like that aspect of it but because they went into the Big Bang Theory it's like well that's fair enough but uh, that, that didn't bother me I quite no, liked no not really I liked, I liked it was, that it was it was interesting how that they had that in the first interview in the Big Bang Theory where uh, the first one with I can't remember his name but uh, Sheldon uh, the actor uh, and he said that it very much based the character on it and mm. very much was Vulcan or very much was that way inclined and that it, it was but I suppose it did make sense in a sense that the love of Spock did actually feature in one of their That's episodes. Because I mean. mm. mm. it's, it, you know, in some ways you could argue, kind of, hey, you can guess on our show, but you have to help us out and be mm. part of the documentary. Mm. Mm. One so of, that mm. must, there must have been must be something Adam did. kind of a deal in there, just kind of, sure, I'll do it, but you have to do this in the process. Mm. Well, one of the things I did like, particularly what Adam was, is that he actually, you know, he. He talked about a lot of personal stuff because as he was doing it, he, you know, he he discovered a lot about himself and about the relationship with his father. You know, there was a period where they didn't actually speak for a number of years, and it wasn't until Adam Nimoy's um, he he'd um, met someone else, and um, and you know they he him and his wife they'd fallen in love, but unfortunately she died. I think it was, was it cancer. I think it was. I can't um, remember. But she had passed away. But that was what. That, that kind of news was what actually propelled Adam to get back in contact with his dad again mm. and his dad and his stepmom at the time they were really really supportive and I just I just thought it was quite honest really just really humble of him to be that so honest because you know that, that's a very personal thing mm. about yourself you know and the fact that you're putting it out there for millions of people to, 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 to listen to or to watch you know I just think that's you know you're showing a really vulnerable side to yourself um, you know and I just think that that just really struck a chord with me just the fact that he was you know he was being so honest about things mm. like that it really just struck a chord with me that did because you know it's just doing something like that you just you've got to look inside yourself and a lot of emotions come out and you probably didn't realise were even actually there no it's true interesting how it, 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 that emotion's only coming out at certain points mm. considering who we're talking about yeah it's, <laughs> exactly yeah so but no it was you know I think it was just you know because I mean there was there was some stuff from from the from you know memoirs. yeah like the fact that his parents didn't want to help him and yeah the fact that he he, he was a hard worker like he had in the early days he had so many different jobs and then when he came home he was still tinkering and yeah. doing stuff at home like he was a vacuum sailor he was 
he'd done loads and loads of things to earn money. I think he was a taxi driver as well at one point as well. Mm. He drove cabs as well. Just to just to keep his family going, like you say. Yeah. He, he always he was always in a job, always but, working hard. Yeah, but I mean, I think. <clears throat> It was quite interesting. That makes him more relatable. Mm. Going mm. through those jobs makes you more relatable than well, I think down to earth. I think you know. I think that's what's made Leonard Moy and just him as Spock endure so much. The fact that he is so relatable. That in a conflict, particularly, um, you know, if you you feel like an outsider, and um, particularly if you you know if you go to school, you know, there's always groups of people. You belong to this group. You belong to that group. Mm. And then you've got the people who are a lot more quiet and reserved and. You know, those sorts of people could really relate to the character yes. at the time. Um, I mean, I remember a, uh, an in, uh, that one of the clips, um, one of the interviews that Adam did with a guy who had, um, was it an, an Iranian mother or, or father? And uh, one of his parents was Iranian and the other was sort of American. It was that hybrid that he had. And it was just that inner conflict that you could just relate to so well. And, you know, pro- probably helped a lot of people mm. come to terms with actually, well, you know, I'm not going to be ashamed. I'm not going to be ashamed of who I am or, you know, I'm not going to be an outsider anymore. I'm just going to just be myself. Which is why he was so loved. And what I thought was really nice, because it links in quite nicely, is the amount of times where they went back to the fans, which is what I think Star Trek does quite very well, Mm. is thanking the fans, because without them, they wouldn't be anywhere. Exactly. Like when they did that thing where they panned out of, of people's photos with them and things that they'd shared, and all of a sudden it created a picture of him. Which is quite nice, and then all the way through, even at the end credits, there was pictures of fans, and yeah, exactly. It was just very nicely done. Yeah, I mean, because because I saw a couple of um, at the end credits, a couple of pictures, and the more had done off a, a photo shoot with a couple of the fans. Yes, yeah. So I think it was, I think it was a really nice tribute. Did you guys go on the proper website for the report? I don't think I did. Nope. Feel no, no. Well, if you go on there, they have actually got a tab for all the supporters. And it goes on, it goes on, it goes on, wow. it goes on, it goes on, and it goes on. Literally, you could go on the now, and <laughs> you could just literally it just spend a few hours reading every name. <laughs> you could do so many up. Mm. Uh, well, remember, there's what nine thousand, I think I said. Yeah, I think about yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah. there's <laughs> plenty to look through. But you say you stumble. I say supporters. So I say you guys have a look at it, and you go, oh my god, there's. <laughs> it just goes on. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like I had enough to choose from. It's such a you know, it's such a huge undertaking, and you know the fact. Is it, the fact is a bit scary. The fact that they were going to sack all of them in the in the first pilot. Yeah, and 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 oh, and remember, he was reading out the um, uh, the review from nineteen sixty six. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, and they got his name wrong. Yeah, was and it, they was said they... Star Trek won't work. Yeah, and they, what was Leonard, it? Wooden Leonard. No more. No more. That's Leonard it. No more. And they they said that um, Shatner was wooden. So yeah. That was Leonard Nimoy. Mm. Yeah. Well, Which that could have been so wrong. Oh dear. I was just like, and yeah, and he was and he was reading this review, and people were just laughing because mm. I think this, I think it was like what twenty years later after the fact. Yeah, twenty five years. Twenty five years. Thanks. Sorry. Um, it was just after the fact. It's just like yeah, even at that point, Star Trek was big anyway. It's like you, you just look back now and just think, hey, you couldn't have been more wrong. Yes. <laughs> how, how things are clever in hindsight but it was interesting some of the clips were in ultra high def which is obviously what you're seeing now and I, I actually said to the boys earlier which I did promise that I would reveal that yep. it's actually got me interested in, in watching the original series now by quite... watching the watching the uh, the, the, the documentary like I said Phil you've got to watch Doomsday Machine you're going to love that one like I said Phil the, the original series it, it's something magical about it it's got it's got a goofy charm all on its own but the ideas still stand up today you know, it's 
what it says in the notes is that um, Zen Zachary Quinto would provide the narration for the documentary, but um, but Adam Nimoy found that there were too many archival interviews and rec sound video recordings that narration wasn't needed. Yeah, I actually found that but quite I interesting. Think, but I think it, I think it might quite have helped nice the flow. With, no, I think it's quite nice with Nimoy doing it the whole way through. I think it's quite nice mm. actually hearing him talk about him instead of. Um, someone else it's you, quite nice to have Zach Green to win it don't get me wrong oh, but yeah, I think course. having his impact on his one and his, his relationship with with Leonard I was just about to say that but uh, I think it's really nice that you have him the whole way through exactly talking about his life because it's it's a lot more personal isn't it it's, mm. it puts that sort of it has that real personal touch to where if you, if you had someone else doing it it's just it, that, that authenticity just wouldn't come through. I'm I did. Right. I did worry about that when they were trying to get with Zachary Quinto on because obviously there was that time where Adam felt that Zachary had a better no, relationship think, with his dad than I he did. I think they both they both felt like they're the same. Yeah, I think, the, yeah. There, I think these days there I was think. a Adam did mention in, in uh, 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 there was a time where he felt he was competing in a way with the fans for mm. for the admiration that they had for Spock. Um, you know his love for his father. He felt like you know, but you know, which is understandable. You know, I can, mm. I can understand where Adam's coming from in that respect. Like but again, I said, it goes back to him being so honest, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's it. It's been refreshingly honest, which I've you know, which is you know, you know, you know, which I said, I'm not, you know, which kind of surprised me. I'm not saying he wouldn't be honest, but how honest he was, you know, how how in depth he went, you know, because said you're reading really personal stuff as I said before. So like I said it just. It's just incredible. It really was, you know. And I think it's a lovely. It is a lovely tribute. Mm. It is a lovely tribute, you know. And there's, there's a couple of things that I learnt as well, like uh, things that I never, never even thought about, like the years. Like the company had a contract. The company that did the years had a contract to do all of the, spe the special effects and the monsters mm. and the Gorn and everything else, but they just couldn't do ears. Awesome. And and yeah. what, what was quite funny about it is that Roddenberry said by the end of the first series, if you still don't like the ears, I'll write them out. Yeah. It was within ten, ten episodes, mm. and yet, you Not know, first series of ten episodes. That yes, ten episodes. Really quite... Oh no, that was it. No, we'll write them out and find an excuse when uh, Spot gets a new job. Which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> it's kind of not even no, we're right right. there, won't cut him off. Won't do that. No, we'll just do it so his ears get changed. Well, yeah, it's just a fact as well that the more added his own personal touches to the character. So, like, for example, you know, the the Vulcan, the Vulcan um, um, greeting, and know. you know the. Um, Sorry, am yeah. I missing something? No. Okay. Um, if you hear Penn in the background, it's Phil um, rising out that he's said something. I'm remembering all the, the stuff from memory, so I'm actually <laughs> so quite impressed. So if you hear a Penn going, I'm actually quite going, I've said that. I haven't I've actually said that got, bit. I haven't actually got any notes from what's in there, so I'm actually remembering all this from memory, so I'm quite impressed with myself. Apart from the two bits of paper. Well, that's more about the production, but not actually what's in the documentary. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, yeah. What what's what I loved as well was the fact that said you know, Moy added his own personal touches to the character, so like the Vulcan greeting and the Vulcan uh, neck pinch, mm, which um, is the um, the Hebrew symbol for God. Yeah, which yeah. came from uh, Anok time, because you know, and it's just you know, Vulcan nerve pinch as well. Yeah, you know, which I thought was isn't he saying Shatner got it? Like, the director couldn't understand what we were talking about. Like Shatner, they did that, and it's like Shatner said, yeah, "This is it. This is how we do it." Because you know, a Vulcan wouldn't punch someone. It's just too aggressive for a Vulcan. Mm. You would have someone like, as I said, and they kept showing all the all the different clips of the. Oh yeah, he's capacitating. <laughs> you've got a you've got a spider on you. Yeah. <laughs> 
but you know also some of the other things I loved was the fact that Adam would go on to come on to set with his dad and actually would have oh, do the makeup as well him, didn't he? Yeah. yeah he'd do the makeup as well which I thought was really lovely as well and also the fact they didn't have a, a proper coloured TV for the first ever oh, that's right they showing. had to go around one of their friends houses yes they go around they? a friend's yeah. house he had a massive coloured TV yeah and they, he always said he describes it as one of his best best nights yeah also, I didn't realise this sounds really stupid, but he had a daughter. <laughs> I know we mentioned it earlier, but I didn't realise that until watching the, in, the, um, yeah. the interview. Yeah, he does have, uh, he does have yeah. a daughter, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it was nice to hear aside from her side of things as well, because she's obviously younger. Well, only a year. Only about a year, Phil. Yeah, but she's still younger. True. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I speak the truth That's this the most time. random thing you said in this episode, Phil. <laughs> but we love you for it. Well, she's got a shop. Yes, she has. Yes, she has got a shop. So got is, a wristband. Simon's currently wearing a wristband that says, Live long and prosper. And I also got a badge. Well, I've, I've, that's told you guys what I've got here. Yeah. I've got about two badges with. Um, oh, God, because someone's crossing something else off the list. <laughs> Logical. Yeah. And, um, oh, I think the other one's a Vulcan salute as well. Mm. Well, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's good though. But, but I thought, it, oh, too much fast, I didn't bring them. But remember, do you remember my lanyard from the last con? Oh, With yeah. All my badges, and then I got the loot crate. Oh, loot badge God, as well. yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Oh, God. Too many badges. <laughs> badges, good. Yeah. Speak, the... Speaking of crazy fans, do you remember in the. Um, they were talking about how he accidentally put his address in oh, the phone. Oh, well, not him, it was the magazine. It was the magazine. No, the magazine did it. It was the magazine. Uh, yeah, and, that, and so they, he already had he his address. He was grass and whatnot. And oh. bits of, bits of uh, lease from his. <laughs> yeah, he was a, yeah, he already had his. I think it was his telephone number. Then he telephone was his address. And, yeah. and he didn't realise, and all the fan mail was sent to him. And it was just sort of crazy. The mailman didn't turn up. There was oh. a lorry that turned up with crates. And they, they actually had a system going with answering all the fan mail oh, for him. And then you have, you have fans turn up at his door and to come inside and say hello. And then, oh dear. Yeah. It must have been a bit crazy. <laughs> Madness. Yeah. But, you know, actually that was in his uh, biography. I think we have easy life, I think. Huh? I think we have easy life with fans, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we do. But I actually, oddly enough, I actually remember the more I mentioned about that in his biography about the fan mail that suddenly kept turning up and, and it would just come to piles of it. Oh, and it just it got to the point where I literally have thousands every day, and it was just like, oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> that was a bit mad. He was a bit mad, yeah. But you know, I think documentary. I think it did a good overview overall of his of his life and of, of his time as Spock because obviously that's what is most influential in but I also like the fact that they went into uh, interests of his dad's as well like photography um, because he, his dad loved photography as well it was always a hobby of his and it wasn't until his later years when he was you know he was you know, having problems and he actually turned to a photographer and that really helped him um, and you know, he'd take pictures and it, it was just you know it's just the fact that he was so talented not just mm. in acting but the fact that you know he had he was a very Depthy person. Depthy person. Yeah. Is that a word? Had lots of, lots of depth. De- depthy. Depth, darling, depth. Depth. Oh. Did, didn't Adam say something about he wanted to? He, he originally, at some point, he got into law, didn't he? As well. Adam said he mentioned he got into got into he law. Did, but yeah, not, no, that's not. what I meant. Adam, yeah. Oh. Um, he got into <laughs> law. Not, <laughs> I thought basically I was talking about the son, not the father. Father, <laughs> yeah, Adam wanted went into law at one point, but it just it wasn't his passion. So he he went into directing. His dad actually helped him, and it was he remembered his dad's words: "There's no point doing something unless you're really passionate about it." And I just thought it's just oh, amazing, you know. It was it was a good 
I liked the actual start of it as well. I know, I know, we've sort of gone here and there and everywhere, but there's a nice change there. Then. The the open <laughs> the opening of it, the opening of it where they had all the news reports. Uh, it was quite a little, just a humbling sort of way of introducing. Yeah, Spock. We had the news reports from all around the world saying about obviously the, 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 the bro- approaching his bereavement and stuff like that. So it's um. It was. It was. A, it was. I thought it was a nice way of doing it, especially going back to including all the fans, including everything. It was. It, 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 for me, it was a nice tribute. Yeah, I, I mean, that's a good way of putting it. You know, I mean, I, you know, I think. You know, overall, I said as I said earlier, I think it did, it did a very good overview. But for me, it felt like something was missing from it. Um, and yeah, we, we spoke about this briefly, didn't we? Before we yeah. before we started, and I wonder. I said to you, is that because you can't have an inter, uh, uh, something about someone as iconic as Nimoy without everybody already knowing some of it? So therefore, yeah, I mean, he tries to do something a little bit different. I mean, this is the thing. You know, he can't. I really, really enjoyed it. I didn't think there was something missing. Oh, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed it. Yeah, we, we both did. But I really, really enjoyed it. I just felt with each bit you get a snapshot. You wanted more of the snapshot. You want more detail in you all want a of bit them because mm. it was just like, "Hey, we're going to get into this thing." Oh, no, on to the next thing. So you get you get into it, delve into it a little bit, mm. like tips of icebergs. Yeah, I think... and you just going, "Well, oh, I want to learn more." It's like, yeah, great, mm. but then you stop just before you get to the kind of yeah. I mean, I think overall is. he did a decent job of covering everything. I think oh, yeah, in the in the runtime that he had, but. I think it would have benefited from. I mean, obviously, they I kicked... don't know how, but yes, yeah. like as I, as I say, when when I thought of this, and I sort of said, when first after the first time I saw it, I said to said them both, you know, I I, I liked it, but there wasn't something there, and I don't mm. quite know what. And then obviously Jamie's watching, and obviously they're both watching the last couple of days, and mm. I say you've now agreed with me, yeah. and I've gone, it's good, mm. I, I like it. I don't quite know why I like it. It's, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing quite right with it. But it's good. Mm. But there's something not there. Something mm. not. Something doesn't quite ring true. Mm. Like, I, I, you know, again, I'm not sure if this is right. But this is how I kind of feel. And I, I've watched, so I watched it last night, and I kind of I like it a bit more than I did the first time round. Yeah, because you've got the, the hindsight. You've got two. Yeah. But I felt like Adam Nimoy wasn't telling us something. There's something he wasn't. Oh, really? saying mm. I didn't mm. get that impression are you talking about what about about what about his family I, d- I don't know but it's mm. just uh, it's something mm. like I say it goes back to it was holding back mis- something juicy yeah, just something holding something back well to but me- I don't quite know what that be or not or, or if I'm just imagining it or well I mean I think you quite you did reveal quite personal details very personal details about not just about him dad but himself as well so I mean I but don't that's know. my only personal opinion. Yeah. Yes. If you, everyone's got happy to disagree with me. But... <laughs> no, I mean, I, I mean, the way I looked at something was missing was the fact that just I said it was the indefiniteness of it. That was, but you know, there's only so much you can do. I mean, but maybe it's, yeah, it's that sort of thing. It's like some. It's... I mean, maybe, maybe I think maybe it would have benefited from maybe having a second part or something. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you do it because it was a Kickstarter campaign, but. I think overall, yes, it was missing something. It could have been even better, but I think he did a but pretty... it's very difficult to say 
Hell though. But yes. <laughs> but overall, he did a pretty decent, damn decent job of what he did. And it's it a lovely. I'm curious how the hell what we left behind is going to be like, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. But I think overall he did a pretty damn decent job anyway, and I think it's, it's a it is a one a lovely wonderful tribute to his dad and to the fans as oh, well. Oh, exceptional tribute! But yeah, but that, that's that's why I think that's why I personally liked it because it was a tribute that's to not only thing. him but the fans as well. You like it, but you don't go, oh my god, that's incredible. Hmm. That's that's the a thing, point, yeah. isn't it? That's the thing. I don't think I'd watch it again because you I've seen it. Back fondly. And you go, oh, maybe I'll watch it another time. Mm. I guess I watched it again for the benefit of this. Yeah. It's kind of, maybe I was a bit too harsh with it before. And bear in mind, guys, that this is just our opinions. I mean, you know, if it, if you guys have seen it, and it's, if there's anything, you know, because it might I'll be... i just tell you what I think. I yeah. don't really mind what... <laughs> you know, it, what you make of it, or what? <laughs> but you know, let us know what you opinion, guys. Yes. Let, let us let us know. I'm trying to get the words out. Let us know what you think, guys. There but we we're go. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just because, as I say in Fantasia Film Festival in 2016, it won. Uh, I can't work this out. What the hell it's trying to say? Is it? Did it win the audience award or best documentary? Both. It was mm. or the audience award and the best documentary. Category. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say both. There's only one award. Or, or, mm, I think uh. it's the audience award. I think audience award. Audience award. Audience award for best yeah, documentary sort of, yeah. to Adam. It's not very Nimoy. clear, is it? <laughs> no. Um, and then it was nominated for the same. Oh, for the. Eh? <laughs> Sorry, it's nominated this... for the Ronald Statue. Ron, Rondo, St- R- R- Rondo statue statuette. At the Rondo Hatton Classic Horror Awards 2016 as well, but you know they, they, they might... need to sort that out. Right? Yeah. They need to. There just... might be stuff that you know you guys picked up on that we didn't. That, 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 yeah, lots of things. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, I said it was, it was really good. I said I did thoroughly enjoy it. But there's certain things that I definitely learned that I didn't know. Oh god, yeah, absolutely. And you know, I just think. <clears throat> You know, I just think maybe maybe that was part of maybe that was part of you said why it had to be more brief because it said at the time it was oh it's just going to be about Spock but when his dad passed away it's like well I can't just do it about Spock you know I want to do it as a tribute to my dad overall yeah, and when you've got such when you're broadening yourself out and you and uh, and you've got you've got half a film in the can already yeah, yeah. and and this is this is something you said to me before Simon when we're coming up with ideas for things you you can't think too broadly otherwise you, you've got to have it more focused yeah you know. But in this but case, was, they, they did go back to. I mean, they went. They started off with the early life. That I, I mean, there's certain things I knew. Like he'd but, been in Boston, and then mm. he moved to LA, and he'd been doing it eight years or so before he started getting anywhere. But, but and, with the case of Adam Nimoy, it's like you kind of have to, really. You know, you can't just gloss over the the, the personal side of his father because it does. And in a way, it, it does very much interrelate into Spock anyway. So you can't really have one without the other. Yeah, so, that's true. Very well, true. That's what happens when you do biographical documentary. Oh, I actually said it. I was struggling saying your biographical word, wasn't I? Um, Got it. Well there was, there was like a health. What you have to do the whole life, you, yeah, because it's a autobiography, but a biography. You have to do your mm. whole life, so he had to do. But you know, in any case, if you guys do want to know more about Nemoya and his life, read his autobiography. I'm Spock. It's, it's a it's a really really interesting. Not I am not Spock. That as well. Thank you. <laughs> I might. As I was talking about it, I might try and get all Joe. Look for so you one know because I think I think you know watching that and then reading you get I said you get a really good picture overall in depth picture overall about Nimoy and his life and about him as Spock mm. as well 
because the more he does talk about other things, he talks about his passion for photography. He talks about his directing career as well. It's quite nice him talking about spending more time with his family at the end of it. Yeah. And then just kind of you guys going to the um, talk at the third one. Yeah, I mean, that, that was the other thing as well. The fact that he did Skype calls specifically. Oh, I, I think he said at that time, oh, I don't actually have to leave my house. I can just sit here with my cup of coffee and afterwards. Bagel. Yeah, and his, his bagel. Yeah, and a bagel. Um, and, you know, and it was just... It's and his just, grandson that had written a song. Oh, that was it, yeah. He'd written his yeah, song for his... Oh, yeah, because there was also pictures of the Moyon playing his guitar a lot as well, wasn't mm. it? Yeah, so... Because, of course, we've got that video, haven't we, that I've posted, if you if you guys want to watch it, as a, it's him singing with his grandson, isn't it? Yeah, on their Skype, on the, at DST3. Mm. So. so if you go there, if you find um, the Engage Podcast YouTube, you'll see it on there, mm. if you want to have a little look. So, yeah. So... Is there anything else we want to say about for the love of spot, or do you think we've covered everything? Well, I was going to say that. Oh, gone. We well, we haven't really been on the blog lately, have we? We kind no. of. <laughs> I can't even remember the it. last time I was even on there. So. so I just wanted to point out that I am actually in the process <laughs> of actually writing a blog, carrying yes. on one that I started in Back the last the blog, year. Same. So that should be coming out soonish. I don't quite know when hmm. this is taking quite a while isn't it? But it, it, yeah. it looks to be a good one yeah hmm. so I, I just want to reassure everyone that reads the blog as well <laughs> it is being worked on just it might take some time because it's, hmm. it's an interesting topic hmm. just quite a time consuming process of going to and oddly enough that's biographical as well so exactly there you go do so you want to tell them what it's about no okay are we surprised <laughs> there you go um, so that do, is do, happening. Do, 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 do. So keep an eye out on the blog, and um, the new blog will be on there soon. And then I'm working on. I have a second one that I will work on after it, which yeah. I can't wait for because that's. So I think you've told me your feel about this. I dare say. I have at some have point. You? Oh, okay, you have to you have to remind me at some point. Then. It's <laughs> following on from another one of my more successful blogs. Oh yeah, I think I know what you mean. Oh, yeah, one of, one of my favourite mm. topics ever. We, we, Simon and James have also poked about the next uh, tri- tri- tales of the Triple Bank. <laughs> yeah, we have. So um, this is something. Oh, oddly enough, I was going to talk to you guys about after the episode, but I wanted to bring it out then that we will hopefully try and get that in for this year because I know we're trying to. I know it's in the fucking schedule somewhere so it's in there somewhere it <laughs> it I think happen. it's the latter end of the year if I remember and the, November, um, December and I will be I will be looking to to have two guest stars of which I'm not going to be uh, <laughs> telling you about who they are at the moment but you may know them <laughs> that was real soul <laughs> well we said that we said that in the last one so it's like oh, oh under who yeah and um, our next episode will be um, something else I came up with at short notice can I say what it's going to be? Well, yeah, I said in the last one, so okay. just go for it. Do it. <laughs> Character profile of Mr. Data. Yes. I thought just start off simple. Otherwise. And there will be no quiz in that one. Yes, I've been told not to do it for a while. As much as we enjoy the quizzes, we've literally got, I think I'm a bit quiz fatigued. Mm-hmm. So. No, we've done quite I've well. I've been told done. not to, yeah. for at least. Don't do not do it for this month, though. All <laughs> right, fine, I'm not. No. <laughs> keep, keep it going till the hiatus, so, Jamie, and then we yeah, can't do yeah, any yeah, other quiz. Yeah. Well, fortunately, with my planning, we got about half of them out of the way already. We've yes. already got two pre planned with mm. the, the penultimate episode, as per usual. So we've only got 
three to do, and I reckon from that we've only got what one to fill. So hey, that'd be it. We should be fine. So um, if you guys haven't already, do check out the For Love of Spock documentaries. They're worth a yeah, watch. Yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. We'd like to know your thoughts as well, mm. what you thought about it. And like you say, if you want to watch the um, the video on our YouTube of mine and Jamie's uh, Skype chat. Well, not mine and James. But well, we, we, we didn't chat to him. We were there for at the it, DS, yes. at DST <laughs> free. Free. Uh, you're more than welcome. It's all there. It's actually quite a good watch, as well as um, Colin Meany singing Minstrel Boy as well on there. If yeah. you want to have a little look. So yeah, because that's got nothing to do with what we're talking about. <laughs> it's just a little plug. So oh, let's just, just plug it plug. anyway because it's another video that you put up here. And yeah. don't look in the show notes because it probably won't be in there. But it's on our yeah YouTube channel. So if you can um, find that. I think that we've done quite well there. Yeah. So we hope. Well, yeah, it's happened from something that I came up with about two weeks ago. So we hope you enjoyed listening, guys. And uh, yeah, we'll be back very soon. As always, I've been Phil. I've been Jamie. I've been Simon. And we'll okay. see you soon, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.